Hey everyone, it's Becky and Fuzz from Hope and Mom and Dad podcast. Uh, we're here again today with episode two, and yeah, what's going on? Yeah, so like a lot of people uh, tuned in. Well, not a lot of people. We wish. Well, I don't even know if we wish. We're just doing this because um, it's something that we're going through, and I just think that kind of mm. cap that that phrase "misery likes company" is kind of a it's a thing in it. You know, like if if someone else can listen to our ups and downs and sort yeah. of feel a little bit better about something then we've done our job also it's quite cathartic isn't it for us to have a whinge talk about it and moan yeah and actually sit down and talk to each other i because... don't think we whinge that much last week though no lives are, life's just so busy that life we... just goes on oh my god life's so busy that we kind of um we don't really sit down and have quality talks about it that much which is probably weird maybe lots of people find that weird in this trying to conceive community mm. because obviously it's, it requires a lot of decision making and stuff so i don't think i don't think it does i think you, we you we had we tried to have a baby didn't work went to the <laughs> thing <laughs> and then like you know and then got tested and it's pretty straightforward really it's not much we can do but you're very different and you were like yeah obsessed about stuff and analyze stuff and yeah. what if this and what if that and just go on like and i'm not saying it in negative ways but I, you do yeah so. i think there's probably lots of people like me though it's not an easy thing to go through and i do i am quite vocal about it you're right mm. but going back to last week's podcast i um i haven't checked in i have been really crap on uh social media i think week. it's going to be slow to be honest like yeah. every, but the thing about the thing about Mo- anything is that things take time and if you want to do it you know just yeah you know i think a lot of people do these types of things and they do it to just and they care about followers and numbers and stuff like that like i don't even know if many people are going to listen but it's you know we're going to do it anyway it's well, not that, about that for us yeah but i hope it if people are listening it's helpful and yeah it would be cool like if, me yeah. like me if you are listening then please let us know like drop us yeah. a message uh on instagram at hope and mom and dad or... yeah because i know i like i it's weird that isn't it because like when yeah. you follow an account or something if you um you watch it I, like i watch a lot of people on instagram mm. and on, on youtube and stuff like that and you watch it and you kind of check in and they give value to yeah. your day or they sort of you know whether it's like if you're learning about something or if it's just a general kind of bloggy type thing um and it's cool but i don't really like say you know connect with people and say oh thanks for that that was cool yeah. but i've started doing it a bit more now and i think yeah. i think most people are like in lurker mode by yeah. default like i said i was creeping around yeah in but you're not. that's what it's for yeah, yeah. like if people yeah. if people didn't want to put videos like pe- people film themselves and put videos on the internet mm. because they want to connect with the community yeah. around them and stuff like that so it's just really weird how our default position is um you know lurker and it's like oh god like yeah. i'm really it's like a paranoia type thing. Yeah. So, yeah, no, we love hearing from you guys. Yeah. Um, Don't forget we... you can leave a reviews too on Spotify <laughs> and Apple. You can. Check this monster That's... out. Like... <laughs> Jesus. That's another like, way Like, just to... come and say hi. Becky's already, like, got you signed up to do no, reviews. but that's a way I'm to joking. get in touch, isn't it? But I was having a proper cringe moment when I was looking back at the YouTube video, and people have said it to me before, but I have got really expressive eyebrows. <laughs> and... Um, you're like one of the Muppets. You're just yeah. Like, rawr, I was rawr, watching rawr. the video and I was like, oh my God, it's so bad. So I'm very aware that right now I'm trying to like keep my 
forehead very still yeah. <laughs> but i do have lots of wrinkles already because of it but i guess it just shows that i'm an enthusiastic person yeah so um not much well whilst, let's talk about the changes so um i've not, had monthly changes yeah nothing um but our ivf stuff we contacted well oh, come on grown up you know the stuff well, it was um, big news today yeah. when I checked the human fertilization. Try and keep and your eyebrows still. I am. Try. It's so hard. <laughs> it is so hard. And you only do it, you don't do it like for anything else. You do it when there's a camera around. No, I don't. I, I do, do it when I'm talking to people because You're people like, at work oh, have said it to me as well. Wow. Oh, yeah. Um, I am trying very consciously to keep my Come eyebrows on, keep trying. down. Yeah. They're not moving now. So you got um, a call back from... No, I didn't get a call. I was doing my lurker thing on the internet because I've been, like, I've bookmarked the Human Fertilization Embryo Association. <laughs> We're going to say I the Human you? Centipede H- Show. I think. <laughs> like, that's, that would come under the category of lurking for sure. Yeah. But. So the HFEA website is where everyone's all everyone who's going through this has been checking whether their clinic or f- fertility mm-hmm. center has been approved to open and today Wales Fertility Institute has opened well not opened but been approved to open by them. yeah and then I called them yeah secretly with a little oh maybe if I'm really nice to them they'd be like yeah come on down today we'll just sort yeah. you out stick a kid in one well, I was gonna say you but then that would be <laughs> that would mean they were talking to me and that would be some real advanced shit right there like if I was Giving a baby yeah. into my body. Nah. Anyway, so like, there's a film about that with Arnold. Schwarzenegger. <laughs> yeah. What's it called again? I don't know. Ah, oh, is it twins? No, twins. Maybe with Danny DeVito. I mean, that's one of the shows. But is that the one where he gets pregnant? I'm not sure. Oh, oh I don't know. We to, need to watch all those. We'll have to make reference to it in episode um, three. Another thing as well, I thought. Oh, oh, I think I was a bit loud then. But yeah, another thing I thought as well was like. We're here talking about our genes, IVF and stuff like that, but we're mm. also like just kind of talking about other stuff as well. It's not strictly IVF because I don't know, like it's not. I don't. I don't think we could fill a whole thing just on IVF because it's just, no. it's a long waiting, really eagerly, and everything feels like it's terribly slow. Yeah, it is. So like. I don't know. Which is why, I mean, we're segueing all over the place here. We're not staying on one topic. We're what but... you call unprofessional. <laughs> yeah, completely unprofessional. Yeah, um, clanking. Yeah. Things. Um, so I've, I like going forward, like we, we said We called week... the clinic. I called the clinic today to see if there was like an update. Mm. I didn't really expect one, but I just wanted to speak to someone because I, I had a DNA test done. Yeah. Check, I, the check, I was like a human, I guess. Make sure I didn't have any superpowers or anything. <laughs> Do you want to go making like X Men all over the shop? That would be so cool. Yeah. So um, I phoned them up, and the woman was really nice. And like Becky, hear some rumors on the grapevine that one clinic was going to be open and the other one was going to be shut yeah. and stuff. I said, "Don't listen to wherever you listen. That's probably not true." And lo and behold, I was right. They're both opening. They what? They're both planning on opening anyway. They've both been confirmed. They just they just went into um. Uh, like because of all the coronavirus stuff oh my god how long mm. do we get through this episode without talking about coronavirus oh my god um but yeah like becky thought that one one clinic was gonna have was gonna open and take yeah. both sets of people i got it straight from the horse's mouth because little 
I didn't. You Little did, yeah. did I know. I did. I phoned the fertility clinic before you did, but you just you phoned her and said, "Hi, can I have some gossip? Can I have no. the hot take on what's going on?" With... Well, the nurse said she wasn't sure. Like they obviously hadn't been through the specifics, which are, which happens a lot in workplaces. Yeah, there's everything. The uh, everything's upside down at the moment. Yeah. So, so and but luckily, travels. yeah. So like, luckily, both both clinics are open, which mm-hmm. means like, I guess you know that's going to be faster for everyone if there's yeah. one, two open, not just one in Wales. Anyway, Woo! so glad and um. But yeah, and then I spoke to him and he basically just said in a very nice, not long-winded because I was probably asking those questions that were similar, but like, yeah, we don't know. Like, hopefully, yeah. they said, I said about the date, they looked at the date that we went, we were on the books-ish with them and stuff. And they were like, yeah, from the date that you were with us, then it should be pretty soon, really. Fingers we can't crossed. tell you. Like this, you know, when you think about it, like some of the reasons why it might be delayed are quite morbid. And I've said, even though, we want a kid now and it's horrible that we've had to wait because coronavirus has mm. kind of um you know put a spanner in the works with that like there's people that are way uh, yeah worse off well I was there's people that... that have con- that might have contracted terminal illnesses yeah that will jump the queue and you're like oh fair enough well okay. there's other things that change that too and they might not be terminal illnesses i was reading an article today and only from wales online <laughs> and it was um no i did i can read <laughs> but um it was from wales online so um a few years old mm. about um a woman who developed um a cyst on her ovary so it's not like a life-threatening condition or anything but they found that they were gonna oh actually it was in the end i i lie oh classic um... becky story you go like <laughs> tell the tell the ending change the ending <laughs> She, she had a cyst on her ovary and because of it somehow she developed sepsis but then they had to remove her ovary they knew they were going to have to remove her ovary and take away her tubes mm. so that's another reason why people it's not always like really horrendous things but well actually that's really traumatic for that poor woman um but not was... terminal you mean there's, there's well, reasons that... sepsis can be terminal but yeah there are often reasons um why people might need to have fertility treatment to freeze their eggs unexpectedly because of something else going on yeah so anyway body. i mean what, what i was trying to say is like what we're trying to say in a less in a more direct way is that like we should try and count ourselves lucky yeah for our health you know and there's gonna, there's gonna be people that are jumping the queue because since everything got shut down jump in the queue so to speak yeah yeah i mean not really but yeah. if there was an order of queue like priority first, second third fourth fifth yeah everything shut down and then if someone was meant to be like 15th in line but has developed like some horrible like life thing yeah then they go ahead yeah, and yeah rightly so yeah definitely it's really important that happens because everyone deserves the choice and the right to make a choice to have a family if they want what to. would you do if i or like what have you even thought like what if we were my eyebrows <laughs> <all> to happen. <laughs> <laughs> well yeah people won't understand what we're laughing at unless you're watching a youtube channel i, I told them yeah <laughs> yeah no because you could listen as well no oh. so no but yeah i don't even i don't want to i don't even think about like that can you imagine that like us having a kid mm. and then like at the beginning of an IV, our uh, ivf journey and then one of us getting ill really ill yeah it'd be bad mm. that happens though i know and then people like sometimes people try and get pregnant like even though they know that that person's not going to be around 
Yeah. It's really sad. And I mean, I was listening to that big fat negative podcast again with. Um, no, just pull. Hang on, let's just readjust. We're just going to. Like, yeah, just pull it over there. Again. With Gabby and Emma again. And um, me, I just feel. I keep fab. doing that. They were listening. I can't That's remember. That's what they do to take the piss out of other people. Yeah, yeah. Well, not other people, but the the experience the journey mm. um but they were talking to a lady i wish i'd written down a name about her experience with ivf and how afterwards she developed cancer and that was really scary um obviously from IVF. not well um there are some studies that show potentially that having um lots of rounds of ivf could possibly um increase your chance and risk well, of ovarian cancer yeah because of um there's not ovarian cancer breast cancer because there's certain cancers that like thrive on the estrogen hormone and because you have so much of that in your body um throughout an ivf process that there's chances possibly that you could you know have a higher risk but i think that's the case with so many things it's i don't even know if it's proven chances of can i'm so loud sorry i've just realized i'm probably a bit too loud but um yeah like diet and being overweight just being overweight yeah ridiculous for like cancers and all that kind of stuff yeah and i've i am still a bit of weight i think everyone knows somebody who's been affected by cancer now like when i was growing up i didn't maybe maybe it was the case and i just didn't realize because i was a kid but i think you know it's so common now but hopefully there's more success stories than there used to be and people overcome it yeah. anyway we've digressed yeah that's what we do yeah so... <laughs> it's professional digressors yeah um but yeah, so we, but we we don't know, basically, is the kind of wrap up on that. The IVF clinic is open, but not working because they got to get all this fat back from redeploying yeah. from coronavirus. And then, and then they'll start calling people. Yeah. And I, I, it's like a how long is a piece of string question. But yeah. I'm hoping that like we were only a couple of weeks away from having our appointment given to us. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think when I've spoken to them before as well, they've said that all the staff that are on their books or the people who work at the wales fertility institute um will need to quarantine for two weeks before they go back to work yeah. so i mean at the earliest possibility it's two weeks from today that they could open yeah. but that's not very likely yeah does anyone else this is a thing for our listeners all three of you maybe <laughs> right three is a generous number. one's probably my sister yeah thanks Alexandra. um baby names no oh, yeah it's something that we I never thought I'd actually care so much about baby names before having a kid, but we're, I'll be in a conversation or I'll watch a film and send mm. like a character's name coming up like that, boom, and then I go, that's what our kid's going to be called. All i got to do now is convince Becky to call our kid Pickles. For a while you wanted <laughs> your kid to taco. be... You wanted No, it wasn't Taco. You wanted to call it Diego, which that's if anyone's listening, name. it's a really lovely name, but yeah. I didn't want it. <laughs> I could only imagine a fat so little. What if one of the three listeners that we worked baby. really hard to gain yeah. is called Diego? You just, <laughs> you just slashed our listenership oh, like crap. one third. Yeah, I always love it when you come up with baby names and tell me there's one you like because Pickles. I think Something that's weird, a... like an artist. Yeah, yeah. That, that's one of the ways I protect myself from feeling shit about not having conceived yet. Um, because when we first started trying, mm. I would like have a list and think about it all the time and when i when i was in the two-week wait in between ovulating and coming on my period i would be googling baby names and be like mm. harry potter inspired baby names um 
all the other things as well. And wizard. Have a, little... a wizard. Wizard yeah. kid. Yeah. Albus is quite popular now. Albus. Mm-hmm. Albus. And anyway, the name that you do like that's a boy's name, I don't know whether it's a secret or not, is actually a Harry Potter name. How could it be a secret? What, because like, some people secret... keep their baby name secret. What? No, but like... I thought you meant like it's a secret. Like I don't even know. <laughs> no, it's a like, secret from public. Jedi mind trick. Like, like some your, do- your favorite baby name, you don't even know. <laughs> That's like some <laughs> subtle shit right there, just trying to get me to like yeah, the no, name that uh, you want. No, no, it's not that. It's a family name, but it's also a Harry Potter name. So I'm down you with it. You want to just say it, Arthur? Yeah. But it's so old man. It's such an old man name, isn't it? Yeah. yeah I mean, he didn't how... even go by that. No, no. Because he was such an old man. My name. granddad was called Arthur, but never everyone. Well, I don't know actually, but he he made me, and uh, my like he made me his grandson. Um, yeah, we had slight little technical issue there, and normally I would uh, work my magic, uh, if it was a podcast that I was mm-hmm. producing for someone else and edit it out. But I'm all about being real and not messing around. So basic. Um. Yeah, so we were, we were just talking about uh, depending on where the edit was. This might even get edited out. Who knows? It's just a roller coaster. <laughs> what's real, what's not? But basically, um, yeah, here in Wales we, we uh, don't pay for prescriptions, and I really think like I can afford to pay nine pound for a prescription every now and again. I would really like the option to do that, so mm. that people who can't afford that, there's more money available for them then. And, yeah. and more, you know, like the, there isn't an endless pit of like supplies and resources and stuff like that. So bearing in mind that, um, you know, a lot of prescription drugs, uh, a lot of prescription drugs cost hundreds of pounds. Yeah. What's nine quid? Yeah. It's going in the pot helping people. You're right. You know, so, um, yeah, a lot of people in Wales take for granted, that, um, you know, take for granted that uh, we get free prescriptions. And, and we've got great access to fertility treatment. Yeah. And Whereas in England, it's a more of a postcode lottery. Yeah. Here, it's not the same. And, uh, you know, we're in the middle of a lockdown and everyone's clapping mm. for the NHS and stuff like that. But not, not but, but something about that that I want to say is if you appreciate the NHS and you see all these people risking their lives going in without proper PPE, it's terrifying like i don't even know if i i I don't know if i could do that like i don't know if i could work for a company ultimately the government Mm. um and work around a deadly virus and not have basic ppe yeah and it's just absolutely nuts um and a lot of doctors and medical people that i've been speaking to have said that basically you know clapping doesn't really do much it's great for morale and stuff yeah. but really vote yeah vote, vote for, for people the right people who are not and i'll say it don't vote tory because <laughs> yeah. they've literally devastated the nhs they've underfunded mm. it you know labor's got its problems as well like wherever political parties have problems but if we're looking at the state of the nhs now and what's happened to it over the last 10 years it's just been absolutely gutted and yeah. I wanna. I will do everything that I can to persuade people to do the same thing and uh, protect our NHS. You know. Yeah. Some people have got this attitude that, um, you know, you're responsible for your own health, and if you fall sick, it's on you to sort yourself out. I was I was talking to someone about it the other day, and um, I was like, well, what if, what if you you have a child that's born with like a really rare disease and needs loads of specialist treatment yeah. and stuff like that? Then we kind of just like, well, 
you know, that's on you. And I'm like... General health and stuff, like maybe catching the cold and stuff, you can prevent that. But there are so many illnesses that you can't prevent. No, there, yeah. And there are illnesses that you quite... Like, yeah. as a society, we should be looking after each other because yeah. a healthy society... Um, and we can do that by voting... Um, just vote for people who are not going to gut the NHS and yeah. lie to you and stuff. On a brighter note, though, this lockdown has meant that, like, the NHS really has been boosted by charities and fundraising. How you embarrassing know, is that, though? That it's, is embarrassing. It's not meant to be. It's good that they've got a little think... injection of money coming in. I like don't, I... Captain Tom Moore and yeah, but but I P don't. With Joe. But I don't think it is good because it's absolutely shocking that we have to rely on. They have to, you know, cap in hand, yeah. rely on charity. Yeah. To keep people healthy and stuff. Yeah. It's meant to be. That's meant to be like Why one we of your pay our taxes. Num- number one priority. If you've got a healthy, yeah. healthy society, more people can work, more people can do stuff. Yeah. Absolutely shocking. And what I can't stand is how the Tories seem to be just cap, you know, they'll take some, like Captain Tom Morgan. More. More, sorry. <laughs> raised Bless a him. lot of money. You shouldn't be doing what that stuff. He's an old guy. Like, you should be, like, the NHS shouldn't need an old guy who can barely walk to do crazy laps stuff. of his garden. I know. It's yeah. probably not that good for him. It's probably slightly dangerous for his heart and stuff. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Maybe. And then all these politicians come in and they go, oh, yeah, we'll give you a knighthood and make a big deal. And the badge. Oh, my. oh we've made a badge. Scrap the badge. Just fund them. Literally. It's... I think it's nice for Captain Tom Watt. Oh, you mean an NHS badge? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're like, oh my God, just just fund them. Yeah. I know a lot of people in the NHS and I know a lot of people that are really, really upset. Like, really yeah. upset. And yeah. they see people breaking down, breaking the corona, no, breaking the lockdown measures and stuff like that. Yeah. And they, they're coming home with sores all over their face and they're not yeah. going in with PPE. And all of that's just, all of that's just being disregarded. If, if people completely break the rules mm. and do stuff that they're not meant to do, you're basically sticking your finger up at all the hard work and sacrifice that these yeah. people are doing this this nurses in the nhs and stuff that have like not seen their kids because mm. they're worried about bringing home yeah vote stop clap well keep clapping and vote because that's yeah. where the change is going to happen yeah and in other news like we said we want to get more people on to kind of you know make this podcast really informative mm. so we have uh, made contact with a few people NHS being one of them. So yeah, we've we spoken spoke, to yeah. Wales Fertility Institute and hopefully we'll get them on to... Um, they said they were very interested in coming along. Yeah. So we just need to work out the final details. Maybe tweet them and say... Because uh, you could... Basically, if you're listening or watching, you can give us some questions to ask them. But yeah. we were going to sort of... Basically, uh, we were going to go through, you know, the journey, some questions peop- like that yeah. we have on stuff. How they, how they... Well, I know that you know they prioritize patient care and they know that everyone's individual talk to them about that um It'd be cool and to how they about... managed through the pandemic and how how services are going to change going forward because yeah. like the pandemic will be a change for everyone in every circumstances across the globe Do you know who i'd really want to speak to again actually who? our doctor dr d'angelo yeah she's cool yeah she is really cool i follow her on instagram now Literally. she's not very active and she does a she's lot probably of... busy like she's probably re- yeah. redeployed in this she does a lot of work with esha and i can't remember Usher. what esha 
Escher. <laughs> I don't remember what it stands for, but it's to do with um, the embryo and humane society, like in Europe. Europe's society of something. Anyway, cool story. No, I know I'm terrible at it, but um, she does a lot of um, research with um, with them and talks a lot about um. OHSS, which is ovarian hyper something syndrome, which is something that can happen when you go through IVF treatment mm. and you have too many, uh, too much stimulation on your ovaries, and then you can develop this syndrome, which can be life threatening. And she's done loads of research into it. So she sounds like a really but, cool standout girl yeah. who knows a lot. Lady, about st- woman, lady, woman, and she's like doctor. I saw an interview with her basically after one of the. How deep did you go on this? Like quite a lot but she sounds like she's really like all about equality as well because she talks about how um how wales fertility institute um treat transgender patients as well and how they're like looking into that research as well and making sure that there's treatment available for everyone basically which is amazing i don't even know how that would even well we can ask her if we go on No, she might be the one that we speak I thought, to. Like, I thought if you are transitioning and go through stuff, either either way, yeah, then you can't... Oh, you could donate sperm, I guess, couldn't you? Yeah. But, I mean, the way that you were kind of saying it, I thought you were meant, like, someone could transition from a woman to a different gender and still have a baby. Well, yeah, because they can... They can harvest and store their eggs, can't they? Ah, right, and, and they can, someone else. they can also... Um, freeze sperm samples too so mm. even if they're not going to have it in a traditional way once they've cha- changed gender um, yeah. and gone back to the gender that they they identify as mm. or are um, then they can make yeah. it happen so by using a surrogate or something we're pretty clueless but yeah. it's always good to but it's so interesting so it'd be like amazing that. to talk to her she was really funny as well wasn't she yeah <laughs> we had some good laughs with her about I think I was driving a few of those laughs. To be fair, of course you were. You're yeah. a funny guy. Well, you know, I was surrounded by three women in in a in an office talking about infertility and your with, sperm. With, yeah, and I was just like, <laughs> I'm just going to break it down. This is like a bit of a post match analysis here. I'm just gonna... <laughs> so uh, I went in the room. I had to cut. No. <laughs> Too much information. No, but there was definitely a tension, wasn't it? There was a bit of like a. You broke it pretty <clears throat> quick. Yeah, and I just smashed that. I was just like, yeah, yeah. let's talk about it. cheers. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's all for today, I reckon. Yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna wrap up. But mm. oh yeah, like we said, um, we're looking forward to Wales in. Oh, I can, why do I say it wrong? WFI Wales Fertility Institute. MFI. I'm, I'm <laughs> dyslexic. I'll say it wrong. Yeah, we're looking forward to the Wales Fertility, Fertility Institute. Team. <laughs> that was not. No. Um, yeah, we're looking forward to them uh, potentially coming on, and yeah. it would be really cool to get questions and, and stuff from you yeah. guys or things. You know, whether it's something you're worried about and you want some reassurance on, or whether it's a uh, technique that and we don't do in the UK that might be coming in. I'm just trying. I don't even know. I'm just trying to think of all the different stuff that you yeah. can think about. Um, don't you mind it? I'm just thinking like you're talking about that and techniques. Technique. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Trialed and tested methods. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we're gonna uh, we're gonna leave you, and uh, mm-hmm. we'll catch up for another check in with you guys next week. Yeah. Ciao.